Wow. I guess I'll do it again tomorrow. Hey, it's David, and you're listening to Leadership Without Losing Your Soul, your source for practical leadership inspiration, tools, and strategies you can use to achieve transformational results without sacrificing your humanity or your mind in the process. All right, welcome to episode 101 of Leadership Without Losing Your Soul. So today I want to uh, start off with a note that I received, and this will get us into our topic for today. So here it goes. The writer of this note uh, did not give permission for her name to be used, so just identify her as her. The reason I'm writing is to say thank you. Thank you for bringing some light into my leadership management journey. I can't say I have met anyone with your level of understanding for authentic, compassionate leadership. You made an impression and an impact on me. I was beginning to believe there were not people in our corporate world who could turn to others and be able to say, I get it. You restored my hope. Truly, thank you. So yeah, you get a note like that. Okay, I think I'm going to do this again tomorrow. I mean, I would anyway. But that's the power of a thank you. And that is such a great thank you note. It's specific. What did I do? Why did it matter to her? So both types of specificity, what the person did, why it mattered. It's relevant to the work. It's meaningful to me knowing that I'm trying to make an impact. So it's a great example of encouragement, encouragement that gets Uh, produces more results and and creates more engagement. And it's the kind of encouragement that I would invite you to offer to your team members. So just a great example of a well-done thank you and encouragement. And I wanted to share it because it was meaningful and it was relevant to the, the work we're doing here. And it was incredibly meaningful to me personally. And so that's good for me. But now the pivot is, what about you? Where can you be encouraging and thanking and energizing people, particularly if it's been a minute, when things get busy, when things get stressful, when the world gets you know overwhelming? Those are the times where can we take a deep breath, step back, and recognize who is it that needs appreciation? Who is it that could use that, that encouraging note? Maybe it's handwritten. Maybe it's a quick message about something that's happening for them personally, a person, a pet, a project, something that's going on in their life that you can recognize, acknowledge, encourage them, wish them well in it. There are so many opportunities for us to touch base as human beings, but that, I was just struck by this note because it just reminded me the power of a good thank you and encouragement, and that we all need it. We never outgrow our need for it. Your boss needs it. Your team needs it. If you have a significant other, they need it. Your children need it. We all need it. And so the first focus here is how can you be someone who is supplying that for other people? And yes, we also need it ourselves. And so to identify the people in your life who are the encouragers. There are people who are naturally wired for it, and you may have people who, you know, don't go there as readily, but sometimes it's okay to ask, say, hey, you know, I'm really needing some encouragement right now, and I'm, the world is looking overwhelming or hard, and 
Listen, it would be helpful if you could tell me one thing that you really appreciate about how I'm approaching this X, Y, or Z, this relationship, this work, this project, this whatever it is. Sometimes it's okay to ask. And then there are the people who are more readily going to do it that we can connect with and go to. So in previous episodes, we've talked about as you are giving encouragement to make it specific, as we mentioned. What did they do? Why did it matter? Make it meaningful to the individual, and the more meaningful, personal to them in the ways that are keyed into their interests, the things that actually mean something to them, the more powerful it's going to be. And then relevant, both to, particularly in a work context, how they're doing the work, not just the results, but also how they're going about doing it, the relationships, and and so on. And that's the kind of encouragement that's going to be most effective for you as a leader. Now, I want to take a question that uh, came in this week from a program that we were doing, Leadership Development Program, and I thought this was an insightful question with regard to encouragement. Hey, this is Nora, and I have a question. Hi, David. My name is Jamie, and I'm calling in from Maine. My question is about... Hey, David. This is Julian from Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. This is John from Colorado Springs. This is Johan White from Kingston. I have a question for you. This is Cynthia from Baltimore. Hi, David. This is Susan from New Jersey, and my question is... Hi, David. This is Dean from Denver. I would love your advice on this. Answering questions really is one of my favorite things to do, and I would just love the opportunity to answer one of yours. So if you have a leadership or management-related question, you can send that to me one of two ways. You can go to leadershipwithoutlosingyoursoul.com. You'll see a big orange button. You can click that button and record your question, or you can email it to me, david.dye at letsgrowleaders.com. I look forward to answering your question in a future episode. So today's question, as I said, comes from a participant in one of our leadership development programs. And following the conversation around encouragement, they asked this. They said, you know, I've got a team member who has not experienced any wins, W-I-N-S, wins, in quite some time. They're doing the right things. They're a consistent performer, consistent contributor. Uh, They do a good job. But right now, they're a little crestfallen. And I don't want to encourage them with empty platitudes. You know, there's a a balance between encouraging things that are real and then kind of the empty platitudes. So what can I do? How can I encourage them? How can I give them that energy? But recognizing that there haven't been any wins lately, so I don't want it to be empty or fake. And I just loved this question. It's coming from a leader who obviously really cares and and is in a a good place in terms of wanting to support their people and keep them energized and and motivated. So my thoughts on this start with the fact that, yes, we have to acknowledge reality that sometimes there aren't wins. Uh, And sometimes that's because it didn't work out the way we hoped. Other times it's because we're doing something where there will be a capital W win in time, but it can take a while. Some projects take years to come to completion. You know, I I watched the engineers and the people in the command center as the latest project was landed on Mars, where you had the, you've got the helicopter and the, uh, all the different years and years of planning that goes into landing the newest 
rover onto Mars and all the, the new technology that's in it. And then recently they've done the, the helicopter launch and so forth. Years of work. Well, those wins, there is the win of successfully landing it on the planet and it works and they get the first images back and the joy in their faces as they cheered was extraordinary. But think about how long that takes and that there are going to be years and years that go by without a tangible win that you can wrap your hands around and say, we did it. Rather, it's a very long series of smaller wins and activities that you need to acknowledge and to keep people going. And so in order to do that as a leader, part of your job in these situations is you need to know for sure what are the behaviors and the day-to-day activities that will produce results in time and to encourage that. Say, hey, listen, I know that we're a long way off from the ultimate goal here, or I know you haven't seen those results in some time, and I know that can be frustrating. And I want to encourage you and recognize you're doing the right things. Um, You know, I'm even thinking about something much smaller than landing something on the surface of another planet. Like, uh, I've been on a weight loss journey. Over the last 10, 12 years, I've been losing a significant amount of weight and doing it in a slow and steady way. And some days are slower than others. And there is something that happens when you lose a lot of weight that uh, you hit plateaus as your body adjusts the metabolism, everything adjusts. Your body becomes more efficient at using the calories it does have. And without getting into it all, there are reasons that you'll plateau. You can be doing the exact same things that you were doing the previous month where it was just melting off. And then the next month you do those exact same things and the scale doesn't move at all. If the behaviors are the right behaviors, to acknowledge those, encourage people for doing what you know will work in time. So that's one place to go is to acknowledge the behaviors. Celebrate those. You get more of what you celebrate and encourage to celebrate the things that are going to lead to success. Next is encourage people to share progress. And so if you've got project management uh, updates naturally, or if, you've, if you don't, if you've got team huddles, share status updates, but what's good? What progress have you made? Where has the needle moved on something since the last time you were together? And to be able to celebrate those moments. And again, acknowledge, hey, we're a long way off from the ultimate thing, but this is progress, and we need to ring the bell, we need to cheer, we need to celebrate. I first learned this ring the bell. I heard it from uh, author Jim Collins, who wrote Good to Great and many other books. But I, was, I heard him speak, and he was talking about how Winston Churchill during World War II would make sure and have people ring the bells. And it was not that the war was won, but that there were moments of victory, and we're still here, and we're still alive, and we're still getting it done. And so to take those moments to ring the bell, to encourage people along the way, to celebrate progress, even if it's not attainment, and to celebrate the behaviors that make a difference when they're the right behaviors over time, even if they're going to take a while. So I appreciate the leader who raised their hand and asked that question. And I look forward to answering your question in a future episode. Until then... Remember the power of encouragement. Where can you be finding people doing things that you need more of? Can you take a step back and acknowledge the effort, the contribution, the awesomeness that they're bringing to the table, particularly the awesomeness that's most going to be resonant for them 
when you share it. Find someone to encourage this week and be the leader you'd want your boss to be. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.